What's up, every? All right, what's up, everybody? It's the Dojo Distortion Podcast. We're here live. What's up, Sai? What's up, Rico? We're here with Hardcore Legend Sudden Death. Yo, yo, what's yo, up, guys. <laughs> what's up? Uh, introduce yourselves. Uh, Joe Rocket from the West Side. You know where we're from. Sudden Death and. Yo, what's up, man? It's Chuck holding it down. You already know. Let's go. Hell yeah. So, uh, Joe. You uh, you playing Sudden Death? Yeah, it's been... Um, well, right now we're kind of on a little break. I know I sent you those songs, but... Uh, yeah. Man, all the way through since 2004, 2005. Right been, on. Man, that's a long time. It's been a long time, man. Yeah, I remember, uh, I think it was like 2006 when uh, I got y'all's demo. Yeah. Um, y'all's bassist at the time was walking through the back of the rabbit, and uh, he was slinging CDs. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he told me about it, and uh, I had money CDs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Out the trunk, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It, it Out was, the trunk. I think we got it. We had just driven in back from. Uh, I think you had just recorded it, from, like from Houston. yeah, 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 yeah. And I got it like hot off the press, and like I bumped that shit, and I was like, damn, like it, it was badass, and like to this day, like that music still resonates with people, and that shit's fucking badass. That it, you know, it can last that long and still have that same impact, you know. Oh, for sure. I think that was kind of the point when we started the group. It wasn't like. A certain sound Everybody just did Their own thing Right so who, who else Is in the band At the Well I guess Now at When at the time At yeah, the time yeah, so, it, so At the time It started with uh, Me Dalen Marcus And Greg Right Yeah, yeah that's exactly that Who I got was the, the original the album. That's how I remember it Right um, It started with uh, uh, Practice at Cube's house It would be uh, 40 Thieves 40 Thieves would be Damn, Practicing That's and, throwback Yeah 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 And Chris just Kind of brought me around I remember being like 17, 18 And uh, In between practices It was just kind of like This little joke They had like a VHS It was actually the, the I think it was the Van Damme movie The Sudden Death movie Oh hell yeah For some reason I think it may have been The only movie they had There at the practice spot and, <laughs> um, I mean I was big into Hardcore hip hop But the thing was Kind of like they just started writing some songs. It was kind of the throwaway songs from 40 Thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was more down Marcus's style because Marcus kind of wrote your faster punk rock, you know, just two-minute songs. And they wrote, like, three songs in a couple of days, and it was just kind of like uh, for the first few months it was just freestyling over. I think we had shows, and there yeah, was no yeah, lyrics. Yeah. There was never any lyrics. It was just... Uh, just fun. Yeah, it was whatever. <laughs> it was whatever. It was funny because it was... Uh, it was whatever I could remember because at first it started with uh, Biggie Suicidal Thoughts and it was just kind of like matching the tempo to songs that I liked and that's what we would do and um, eventually it, it, it caught on it was crazy like it kind of caught it really on it did catch on and I was it like yeah yeah it, it caught on and it was like Actually, I need to write lyrics, you know. What I mean? so, yeah. <laughs> so they can remember. Yeah, and the crazy thing about it is, I, I'm, I'm, you guys write. It was. I was never happy with it. I wasn't happy with it up until we recorded. Like, I threw everything away that, that night and pre-wrote everything. And uh, everything was written that day in the studio because I wasn't happy with what yeah, we had Yeah, sometimes day. the studio changes things. Well, you know I mean? exactly. It was, it was a different vibe. Yeah, it was, it well, the tempo of it was um, the guy that recorded, I think, was Craig, if, if you get me correct. But he had, like, he did all the classics. He did Wood Lives. He did uh, Pride Kills, Life of Hate. Dang. But Houston kind of had a, a sound. It was yeah, slower. Yeah, really did. Even, even, really even, did, even in punk and hardcore, it was slower. So I remember, like, hearing it, because they're recording in the other room. I'm like, yo, this is slow. Like, it doesn't match up. Like, I remember kind of playing it in my head. It doesn't match up. So I kind of, like, I guess simplified everything and just made it simple. Wrote about, you know, just wrote about whatever, man. And um, 
kind of just stuck. It stuck really for a did. Long time, yeah. I remember like just seeing y'all one time, and like it was like you know a good amount of people in the back room, and then yeah. the next time I saw y'all, it was like everybody knew the lyrics, and like yeah. she was just going wild, bro. Like. I, we we didn't everywhere. expect we didn't expect that because you talk we talk about it all the time like me and Marcus this morning because we've we've been kind of the working forever here and we were talking about like the what if you know and uh, at the time man you gotta think about it like um, for that 2006 to like 2010 it was kind of like a prime time yeah Texas it really Hardcore. was San big Antonio. time big you had, time you had Bitter End kind of doing their thing. Uh, think iron age was just starting a little bit later and then uh, power trip wasn't really doing i don't think they were there just yet they were still balls out but um at the time it was san antonio we kind of had a kind of a diverse between bitter and doing their thing touring and um our stuff started picking up it was weird because i remember getting a a myspace message I remember myspace, uh, MySpace. From, shout uh, out tom yeah 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 <laughs> from uh mr dibs mr Dang. dibs messaged us uh old atmosphere dj oh, and wow. somehow uh, his brother was in either Seven Star or Suffocate Faster. Ooh, Seven Star. He was in one of those bands, but they had a they actually had a record label. It was crazy because if it would have taken off, I think it, it would make more sense now. But it was a record label called Softcore Records, and he would actually have like rappers tour with with hardcore bands. And that's a really that's good so, idea. So he yeah. would tour with like his brother's bands. And I don't know if you guys ever seen Mr. Dibs live, but he would just mix, 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 and then he would play like a hate breed song. And he had a dude that came on tour that would just start like moshing on people. People yeah, would be so. like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but I mean, everybody knew him as Atmosphere's DJ at the time. But we got unofficially signed to him and just never, it never happened, man. I never <laughs> recorded the rest of the LP. So. Yeah, like, like, wasn't it like Rock Vegas? We did. Then after that, it was Rock. Yeah. There was everybody. It was Mikey Hoods. It was signed us. And then. He really wanted us to do something, and it was funny because Softcore Records had a whole pull with, uh, is it Discovery Channel or whatever? You know how they built those cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was actually like Seven Star, like bands would play after. Mm. So it could, you know, it easily could have been one of us playing like this. It was a weird little concept. Like they would build the car, and then a hardcore band would play. It was a weird little thing for like a year that they had on Discovery Channel. I can't remember the name of the show. I never did, but it was like like, Seven Star. Yeah, yeah. I was actually looking for it because I was thinking about like, what the fuck was the name of that show? But um, Seven Star played it. I think uh, Suffocate Faster played it. They were somehow connected with each other. Um, but then Rock Vegas. And then they... I remember seeing that and being like, damn. Because yeah, that was the label at the time. These dudes from San Antonio. That was the label at the time, bro. Jeez. And um, What was it on? Um, Re- that, not that, Reverb Nation. What was that other shit that we used to find music on? In the MySpace days, I know was Reverb was one HXCMP3.com. <laughs> what you know about that? <laughs> Shout out to that HXCMP3.com. Oh, 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 Lamb Goat over here getting his <laughs> lambgoat.com. <laughs> so, when you were just coming up and uh, Sudden Death was just starting up and everything, uh, where were y'all playing at around, around the city and everything? When we first started, it's funny, man. Our first show was uh, when I actually had lyrics. I'll count that one. Um, it was a... <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but we were, we played some show on Sarsamora. It was that ballroom. Some of West Sider, man. Y'all got to help me out. I know some of y'all got... But it was going towards South Park Mall. It was a ballroom between, like, Sarsamora and right before you get to... Uh, I'm trying to think of it. Huge ballroom. I think it's still there. And all the damn streets look the same yeah. right Come on, see, you're over here. See, he grew up. Yeah, yeah. 
No, it was South Side. It was it was going towards South Park Mall, like before military, and we played some. Uh, I, I if I got it wrong, it might have been some quinceanera, bro. Somehow we got booked on it. <laughs> somehow, always, that's always fun. somehow somehow we got booked on it. But whoever was throwing that show, I swear to God, I've never gotten this much like like they had a whole trailer like in the back for bands, and they had like food and. Like, it was an 18-wheeler. It was parked, Dang. reversed into the back. And you walked into the back of the building, and it was, like, food. Like, get whatever you want, liquor. And I'm like, even yeah. to this day, bro, like, I play venues, and they don't. They yeah, don't nobody's put, ever done that. But it was funny because no, it was somebody's, like, it was. No, no, no. It was somebody's birthday. I remember because his name was Joe. And they had a huge banner, bro. I'm telling you, it was, like, 20 by 20. But they it was jamming for Joe. But they had left an M out. So me and Marcus kept like, oh, shit, Jamin for Joe. Like, Jamin for Joe. Bro, but we were playing this thing, and, like, these random 16, 17-year-olds were going crazy, like, push-moshing. And we're, like, playing this little, like, six-inch stage. That might have been, like, one of our first shows. And then it was, like, Funtown. Man, Funtown. Um, R.I.P. to that motherfucker. Funtown, yeah. Because, I mean, I lived down the road from there. So yeah. I remember, like, that I live, I work, I went at Kennedy. So walking down, you'd get your flyer and... um. Rabbit, rabbit back yeah, room, sanctuary, sanctuary, man. Um, wasn't it, wasn't, yeah, wasn't sanctuary it? Was, was the spot back in the day? Yeah. yeah, and then the other spot that went down for a little bit, right by ten eleven. Oh, you talking about uh, rock bottom? Rock, rock bottom. bottom. We played yeah. a couple before shows. it caved in. And no, shit. but the crazy thing about it, I was thinking about it the other day. Like rock bottom had some good shows. Oh yeah, yeah. we saw Evergreen Terrace there one time. Uh, I saw Furious Styles there. When I was jamming in Flood right. the Streets with Daylin, actually, they we opened for uh, Full Blown Chaos. Full Blown yeah, Chaos. yeah, Full Blown Chaos. That's some solid. Yo, that, I don't that know how those... Like, yeah, I don't know how they don't stay open. I saw uh, Jedi Mind Tricks in Outer Space there. I remember that, Damn, too. I remember I saw that. Uh, but Rock Bottom's actually gone. Yeah. That shit's gone. not even... There's not even nothing on Probably the corner. Probably a loft right now. No, yeah, <laughs> coffee no, there's shop. nothing there. It's, <laughs> it's a coffee shop. <laughs>
right, that was Imbalanced with Disgraced. This is the Dojo Distortion Podcast. I'm Miklo Fresh. I'm Samurai Sai. And we're here with the boys in Sudden Death. And Word is Born. Hell yeah. All right, so yeah, um, Imbalance is actually going to be performing uh, this Saturday, you said? Yeah, 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 at the Viva Event Center. Uh, it's going to be an all-day festival. It starts like at 1.30 in the afternoon, ends late at night. Uh, the I think it's like two or three headliners. They're actually nationals. They're touring. That's I, b- I believe they're from California. I could be mistaken. Not 100%, but uh, I think it's like five, ten bucks to get in. Uh, there's a lot of bands from all over Texas. It's going to be a pretty dope fest, so make sure you go and check that shit out on Saturday. Right on. So, uh, sudden death. We were talking earlier about um, like the history and everything. Um, so, can you tell us, like, y'all are kind of on like a pause right now. Um, what's everyone doing? Like, what's everyone up to? So, uh, I guess it's kind of a transition into that. So, I think in between sudden death, between like the last few years, actually, me and Gray, too. It's funny you say that. Uh, we started a band called Empires, um, and then. Uh, And then uh, I think Dalen's doing Executioner now, full-time, and Marcus is just working, man. Marcus is doing that dad life. And myself, outside of uh, this and Empires, I've just kind of been laying low. Um, hopefully a new project soon, but it was Sun Death, Empires. That's about it, man. Yeah. Right on. And is uh, anyone else in the... You said Marcus. Uh, what, what was he doing now? Just now, Marcus ain't been writing anything. Um, I did try to. He was supposed to be one of the OGs for Empires, but um, there was a lot of like uh, uh, people I wanted to get into it, and it ended up being like me and Freeverse and uh, me and Greg Norris actually started it after we went on, on like our tenth break. Sun Death goes on their seasonal breaks and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, we had JJ. And now we have, uh, they have Larry from No Hope in Texas. Oh, hell um, yeah, hell yeah, that's some good shit. So this right was supposed there, to be the year that I was supposed to come back and do it, but it's, that's why Charles is here. Charles is actually singing for him now, and they changed the band name to Word is Bond, so um, he kind of took over on that. So, you know, that's so, what he's uh, doing. Yo, Chuck, tell us a little bit about, about Word is Bond. Yo. <coughs> yo, what's up? How you doing, man? Hey, good, man. How y'all feel? We're good. Great. You already know. So, um... How did you get into, uh, it, it was Empires originally, right? Yeah. So how, how did you join Empires? I know that uh, J-Rock used to sing for them. How did that transition happen? Freeverse hit me up at like 11 a.m. on like a Saturday morning. <laughs> like, yo, we over here practicing, you down, you ready? I was like, yeah, let's go. Oh, right on. So it was just like that, just to kind of hit you up and you were just in there doing it. <laughs> it was exactly like that. Simple as that. Hey, that's awesome. He was, he, was, he, was, he was texting me that Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I might have. I was at my. I was in my home office. Yeah. Uh, so did, the, did you know that was going on? No, I didn't actually. But um, I didn't know actually. But uh, they had given me a bunch of songs, so we redid the lineup. And so it was Rob, Forty P. Yeah, shout out to Rob. Rob. It's my um, boy right there. Yeah, shout yeah. He's, he's done a bunch of Big shit. And then we revamped it. I had gotten, I pretty much, I mean, without saying it, I pretty much put the band together, like, not, like, no disrespect, but I wanted these guys to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Greg went and did his own thing. We took a break with that. And uh, we had gotten Larry, and then they've given me a bunch of songs. So what ended up happening at the beginning of last year 
was I got into some legal stuff, and then I had my, my baby, I had my daughter in the summer. And then I got into some other legal stuff at the end of that, so um, I felt like I was kind of like ducking my own band. So me and Freeverse had a, like a, a man-to-man talk. I didn't know that they were going for him, but I've known this guy for, for a long time now. So um, when he told me that he was singing for him and writing, like this dude's an amazing writer, dude. Like we actually, even before Empires, we would, we would send each other kind of like lyrics and stuff that we were writing. I mean, we go back since like 04, 05, Ingram Mall. This guy used to work at Eastern Oils, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, 708. So um, I actually would hit this guy up. He lived in Atlanta, um, you know, just for advice and stuff like that. And he really knows his stuff, man. So uh, I think we went and worked out <laughs> randomly, and he hit me up with it. And I think he, you kind of felt weird about it. I, I got that vibe. Like, yeah, he felt weird about it. you're in street culture, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're in real street culture, like, you got to be legit about what you're doing, bro. You know yeah, I mean? definitely. Like, and you got to make sure that who you're, like, building with is, like, is, like, kind of, like, legit. Yeah, 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 because they can make you look bad. Yeah, and also yeah. you put a lot into something, you expect that from other people. It was they funny don't. because I, cause I, yeah. cause when I thought, when I thought, like, I figured they were going to replace me because they had been they had been practicing almost every every week, man. And I felt bad because I kept kind of ducking the practice. Like the the only day that I would have off, I didn't want to do nothing, man. I just wanted to chill at home. And and again, I think I had a, a conversation with Gabe, man. And Gabe's had my back for a while, so I was like real with him. I was like, I don't think it's happening, man. And being that the first show's out of town, I actually had like uh, some court stuff that week. I'm like, I don't want to go out. Of, like I'm not thinking about a show. Yeah, definitely. I'm not thinking about no show in Corpus. I'm not thinking about that. So it was funny because when when they were actually, yeah, I was trying to. <laughs> I ain't trying to go to another city because I know I'm like I can't even do a podcast. I'm over here drinking and shit. I'll go to Corpus, you know. I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm not trying to do that in another city, but um, it was funny because that's the first person I thought of. Like when he told me, and we went and worked out, I was like, I kind of figured because he was kind of being funny with me and stuff like that. But no, but it was it was no, but it was a good thing. Like it was a good thing because we we're into a lot of the same stuff. Like the writing, like what I did with Empires was a lot deeper than what I did with Sudden Death. Like. That's why I wanted musicians. And I'm not saying that they didn't do that. It was just like, do your thing. And I did my thing with them, uh, Sudden Death. But Empires was more like, let me see what you're writing. And yeah. let me, uh, what's it about? Or this song, what, you know, what are you talking about? So I felt myself being pushed with them. So with the practices, I didn't want to half-ass it. And I felt like if I wasn't going to go, then, I mean, he's doing yeah. it now. I think he's already done one show. And, he did a, and how did that go? How did you, how'd you like that? Yeah, it was cool, man. Yeah, we had a good time. It was out there in Corpus. That's the, oh. the, have you played in bands before? Uh, Word is Bond, Empires? He's actually an OG, man. People don't realize that. Talk about, your, talk about your old band. Oh, yeah. I've been hardcore for a long time, man. It's like, um, like 2000, 2001, 2002. Right <laughs> Late 90s. San Antonio shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what was the name of the old band? <clears throat> Dang man, Price Fight kind of like fight. was one of the originals, like the just pure American nightmare worship. You know what I mean? Cuban? Nah, Cuba's in for this refade. Yeah. Now this guy's actually an OG of Summit. He's been around a long time. A lot of people don't know this, but kind of doing his thing. Um, I met him at, at Ingram Mall. I met him at Ingram Mall. So, um, you know the the Eastern Oils guys you duck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's this boy right here, yeah, man. We're yeah, ducking him. Yeah, yeah. That was him, man. That was him. Maybe 
Maybe that's I, why you look familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you shake his hand, bro, and and you wouldn't wash your hand because it smelled good. You know what I'm saying? Like you you rub it on your shirt, but uh, yeah, I think I met him like early 2000s, and it was funny because I may have been I can't remember the story, but I may have been wearing like a metal hardcore shirt, and we started talking. Okay, okay, he knows that he's got it. Nah, man, I was at Ingram. And homie rolls up with like some <laughs> double XL shirt. <laughs> and like, hey, that was in at the time. And like oh, jeans or something, but like J's, bro. Like, and he was like, yeah, I'm in a hardcore band, dog. And I was like, yeah, when sudden death, blah, blah. I was like, oh shit, okay, that's what's up, dog. But like, he was all like, just, you could tell the energy he rolled with was like, okay, I. I agree with this dude. Like, okay, cool. I fucks with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah and it was dope. It was cool, man. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I go, I go pretty, pretty far back, dog. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Sometimes people don't realize that. You know what I mean? A lot of people think, oh, you know, I've been around this long, but you know, they, they don't really know what you've been doing. You know? No, it's crazy because I always tell him too. It's like he's been around for a long time, and I know I remember I meeting him, and then um, this guy's on some other level, man. Like if you go pick this dude's brain, like the stuff that he writes is dope. Um, that's why when I was like, okay, because what I was trying to do with Empires was completely different. I was a little bit more political, a little bit more about like the hood and stuff like that. But oh, yeah. I remember with Empires, like I really, really took the writing seriously. I was listening to a lot of old like '90s rap, like '90s like. Like Big L and like I took it back. Yeah, like I took it back to like I want it because it, I mean, it's the same thing. Like I've always had this conversation. Like you listen to a lot of 90s rap and like hardcore, it's the same shit. Man. Yeah, a lot of the same drums. It's a bunch of fucking dudes that couldn't play instruments. <laughs> there's a bunch of dudes that couldn't play instruments and they were just writing about what they saw. And that's kind of what I did with Sudden Death, what I did with Empires. I mean, I remember seeing that, that first Madball video, seeing Pride. Hell yeah, hell yeah, Madball. I mean, because I grew up in, I mean, I mean, you're talking about a time where it was like, what else was coming around that time? Like, what you see on, on radio, you saw like, what was it, like Manson, and like, you can't, you can't be riding around the hood looking like Maryland, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I mean, I fuck with Manson, like I did, like yeah. I listened to yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I listened no, no, to I it. You, I understand yeah, what you're saying. But you get your ass beat. You know what's look, funny? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but, you but you know what's beat. funny? This, dope, this yeah. is totally different. Out of the, but I used to have a Marilyn Manson shirt, right, you know, because... My shit came up when new metal came up. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. and I lived in the hood, and somebody fucking stole my Marilyn Manson yeah. shirt. So I mean, I guess the hood did fuck nah, with Manson nah. enough to jack my shit. Like my, you know my, what hood, I'm my hood, my hood, was like a two mile track, bro. No, one point nine nine mile track. That's why we couldn't take the bus because it had to be two miles and above. So we used to walk from uh, Acme, Callahan on the west side, all the way down to like San Eduardo, Las Palmas area, like west side. So you're straight walking all the way, but when you got into the hood, like there were older dudes that straight up sat on this like brick ledge, just waiting to fuck with people, bro. Man. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I did fuck with that Manson shit. Like I remember like kind of going through my little phase yeah, and new metal was shit. The shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like listen to all that shit, dog. And I remember like it's funny that it was. It's a funny that this band actually transitioned because there's a lot of old school hardcore bands, right? You got like Bad Brains, Minor Threat, Chromax, right? Like those are the OGs. They are like. But I didn't grow up on that. Like, if I told you that that's what I listened to, that was my first thing, I'd be lying to you. Like, I grew up to, like, a bunch of 90s rock, grunge, Soundgarden. Like, that was oh, my yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's what I saw. Then you get onto it. But it was funny because all these other bands that you listen to, you, you would pull out the old uh, CD envelope. 
Like I remember pulling out three dollar bill, y'all, from uh, Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. No, nah, Limp Biscuit. Nah, like these were these were punk rock kids that wanted to pay the bills, bro. And they they were like, I hate to say it, but punk rock don't pay the bills, man. Like they were playing some shit that was like, remember three dollar bill, y'all, in man, seventh that, that grade, eighth bro. But I remember them. They were thanking bands like Influences, Mad Bomb. Yeah, like, yo, I want to listen to that shit. Oh blah, I want to listen to like he thanked a bunch of like East fucking E Town Concrete, E Town Concrete, shit, like bro, dog, like they man. were thanking some crazy bands. I'm like, I've never heard of them. Like back in the day, you had to do your homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah and you, you know what? That was a wormhole. You had to look them up. You had to go and find the thank yous yeah. and search out bands. Yeah. that's yeah, yeah. how I. It's that funny. was the wormhole, bro. You end up in some crazy like, places like that. Man. Nah, because people will make it's up true, people will make up stories, dog. That they saw, you know, they were born in '85. They saw Chromex in '86. Like, no, that didn't happen, bro. Like, my shit was like. I listened to them after the fact, and they did. Yeah. They did fucking change like what I thought about music, but I had to listen to something that I was seeing what, on TV. What was the band? What was the band that, that made you think like, man, I, I want to uh, create music? Like, what, what? There had to be a band that like was your biggest influence at one point in time, or yeah. maybe a rapper or someone. But like, what? What was a musician or artist you heard that was that made you think like? It Yo. was two actually. It was two. So. Because I'm big on rap, I'm big on. I think again, I will always say rap and hardcore are the same fucking thing. Like, yeah, it, it's, it, it's 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 like even when I you guys write music, is you, guys, yeah, yeah, you yeah. guys are fronted a band. It, it's you, easy you, to transition. You, what do you do? You count you, and, and even you in ca- fortunes, you, I use a lot of my my hood knowledge. I use like street shit that I know, and you know but what I mean. You count it, the guitar it, counts. Yeah, definitely. You count them like bars. Yeah, definitely. It right? is the same thing. It really you count is. them like bars. I so follow the snare. As a matter of yeah, fact, yeah, if yeah. I can't hear the snare live, it's eight, a disaster. Eight, four, four, <laughs> or whatever it is, you count it because it's always like sometimes some hardcore songs don't have a chorus. You just eight, yeah, four, yeah, yeah, two, yeah. two. You know, you know how you write that. Yeah, there's nothing to it. But bam, bam, bam. But I think what changed. For me, was like like I want to play hardcore music. Was uh, that Madball man Pride? Man. Like because you you see a bunch of dudes playing heavy music, but they look like your like your uncles dog. They had yeah, like yeah. they had they like the funny. the khaki dickies on. They had the Fucking muscle shirts, chokers. Yeah, yeah. Like no, nah, my 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 like uncle was like that's how they dress, bro. Like that New York with the top with the hats oh, okay, and yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, and like that East Coast shit. Like Madball did it um, in rap, like. What made me want to kind of write was, you know, I stand by like like Jay Z, Big Pun, DMX. Like I was big on all New York, East Coast. Like that was it. Like yeah. East Coast, yeah. New York was like, damn, like that's the shit. Hey, that's you know the mecca I mean? that's right the there, shit. bro. Yeah. That's the mecca. Yeah, yeah. Biggie, all that stuff. Like that was like, that's what I grew up on. But you listen to bands there, like you listen to like Biggie, you listen to how raw it is, and then you listen to bands like. The Crow Mags and Madball, early Madball and early it was that's it was raw, bro. Like yeah. New York these, had it popping, man. Yeah, like even East on Coast, both even Coast. on both sides. Like whatever they were doing, it was it was right. And that's what influenced me. But I remember watching that Pride video. I think it may have came on M T V, bro. I'm like Oh yeah, definitely. That shit like, came yo, on. I could MTV. play hard music and and f- like that's how they that's how people dress on the west side yeah. of town like, and, the, and that was a dope way to find music back then like you could wake up early in the morning and throw on MTV jams and still play and, music yeah yeah you would bro. fucking get something like Madball to come on there or you know uh, I, but then like Justice. Headbangers yeah, Ball yeah yeah Headbangers Ball, ball bro. Headbangers Ball that's and, and that that led me to a lot of good music man yeah, what was did. that um uh fat Fat Farm or something like that. I don't know Chimera bomb. played on there. Uh, the ball dude, man. Yeah, the hey, ball I just want to say this. Yeah, fuck yeah. Chimera. Those guys are assholes, dude. Oh, fucking yeah. bunch of assholes, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, you met them before, but hell yeah, we loaded in for them, bro. We loaded hey, sometimes in. Sometimes your idols become rivals. Yeah, I don't want to get into all yeah, that. Yeah, Like, like no, for real, for real. Like, like no, I mean, I got re- some shit to, too. To be, to be <laughs> real, it was, it was Where like. Do I start with that. I got some shit. I really. Where do I start with that. I really liked be- Chimera at the time, and I was like, we. It was six feet under. Where we go? And Chimera. And uh, we were loading in for them. That's how we got into the show. Um, so we did that, and like these guys were just straight assholes, bro. Like fucking like, and it was just like, damn, like I like these guys, but fuck them now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't want to even fucking jam like them it. no more after that. Like, like, as much as I like their music, after you treat somebody like shit, like fuck you, bro. Like I fuck, like so that's what I'm just saying. Fuck Chimera. I Man, I got my own beefs too, dog. I'm not gonna. Let's not get into that. <laughs> we pulling up nah, in here. Nah, nah. We looked up to some people, too. And just like George Lopez, he fucking hates that dude from Chips. Oh, what's his name? Eric Estrada. Yeah, he's always like, fuck that puto. <laughs> hey, uh, tell us about uh, this week's fuck, fuck that puto. Oh, well, it's to that. <laughs> yeah, we got this week's fuck that puta. It's not a puto. Oh, no, no. That fucking constable bitch that's running for, uh, what is it? For uh, she's running for the fucking sheriff. Supposedly, only people they only like donated like sixteen hundred to her, bro, and she put the other sixty racks in. But today they indicted her on some fucking perjury charges and shit, and they picked her ass up. So she's stupid. Supposedly, one of the officers said that she tried to make make him like fuck her and like. Yeah, man. So, shout out Bear County, holding it down, corrupt this motherfucking PD we got. Man, it's all we got here. All right, so we're gonna get into this next song. Um, they're actually gonna be playing this weekend on Saturday. Uh, Death Grip Fest. Uh, it's Alpha Virus. This song is called Body Bag. Let's go.
Alright, that was Alpha Virus with Body Bag. Once again, they'll be playing at Death Grip Fest this weekend. There'll be a lot of bands, over 30 bands playing. Um, touring bands, locals, regionals, anything you can think of. Uh, once again, we're in here with Sudden Death. And we're just born. Yeah. It's going down. You so, uh, I guess, uh, who are your biggest influences? You can both tell us. Um. That's a great question, bro. I need a book. I'll go first. I don't know, man. I mean, I know that I would, like, so I have a brother. He's eight years older than me, and he was bumping the NWA, like, when I was in, like, second or third grade. And, like, just because it was weird because my parents were like, you're not going to listen to that. And I went upstairs, and I, like, I was, like, smart enough to dub a tape of NWA and put it in my own little, like, Walkman, yeah, like listen to it when I was going to sleep and then hide it under my bed. So, like, I would listen to NWA, like, going to sleep. And then I loved Nirvana growing up, yeah, me too. Early early 90s, just why? Just it was, it was just you know, you're not a Nirvana fan. I'm a Nirvana fan, I am. All I know is that Kurt Cobain had blue eyes. Yeah. One blue this way, one blue that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the homie from Weezer is Kurt Cobain. Oh, uh, Rivers is is Kurt Cobain. Um, but in terms of uh, hardcore, I got into um, Haybreed. Uh, was the first first Man. hardcore band. I that's ever crazy because that that's the same one for me because I was a big yeah. metalhead and like I heard Haybreed and it was just like, what the fuck is this? It's ninety seven. God damn. Yeah. It was 97, bro. And, Rise of uh, Brutality. And that's how, you, that's how you found hardcore? Yeah, I got into uh, to, um, Satisfactions of Death of Desire. Yeah. But then I got into um, the one with the monkey and the nail through his hand. Um, what's that called? Yeah, Under the Knife. Yeah. And then after that, like, the Victory Record Sampler 2 came out. Oh, man, and, like, those samplers were dope, bro. Yeah, Earth Crisis, Strife, got into the straight edge movement oh, pretty pretty is that quick. Also the, uh, like the Warp Tour sample? Uh, I didn't. I don't know if I got into the Warp Tour. I got into the California Takeover with uh, Strife, Earth Crisis, and Snapkiss, which is actually happening again this oh, year. Yeah. So shout out to those homies back there, dog. You know what I mean? But yeah, I got into like the heart, the uh, the straight edge scene pretty heavy, and like. The hard, Christian hardcore scene. So, like, shout out to anyone that was down with the catacombs way back then. Oh, you feel wow. me? Uh, you are, you know. Hey, what about the Red Baron? You like the Red Baron? Yeah, I met that dude in the yeah, mall. Yeah, he was in here fact, in San Antonio was his for, name like Chris? I or something? his name, bro. It was a he long had like time drugs, ago. right? Yeah, I went to church with him and shit. That's what I'm saying for sure. So, like, yeah, my my influences are just like late '90s stuff. You know what I mean? Buried Alive, oh, uh, shit. stuff oh, like man. that. Yeah. Yeah, those are my biggest influences, and then actually now it's more like straight edge stuff. So like Trail of Lies and like um, Foundation, you know what I mean? Like, like Bishop. Yeah, I like Bishop, man. Bishop, Mean oh, Pete. Yeah. Uh, mean he's Pete. got a new band. He's got a new Word band. Up. Yeah, it's called. Uh, oh man, they're actually coming to Austin. Something Ethan Coven or something oh, like Coven. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, he's yeah. got a new band. I don't know. Until a, the I'm, end, dude. I'm you already big, know. Yeah, I'm a big mean for dude. sure. Like, that's, that's Florida, my idol, right? Bro. He was also one of that's my, one of my fucking idols, bro. I first bro. found him in uh, Remembering Never, and then I just started like hearing other until the end, and then I heard uh, God Save Us was a life changer, bro. Like that was like that just. God those are those damn, Florida bro. bands, and Flo- shout out to anyone from Florida, dog. Evergreen Terrace, yeah. because too, bro. honestly, dude, you had like Strong Arm, you had Shy Halud, you had Shai the Halud, Red Baron. Bro. You know damn. what I'm saying? Like, there was a lot of dude. Seven Star, shout out Florida. Seven Hardcore, Star, bro. dog. <laughs> they had you a big know. fest. They had a big, big fest, bro. Be- yeah. For a while, and like they had. Well, the Furnace Fest is coming up again, yeah. so that's gonna be real dope. I, mean, I heard that lineup was was fire. It's crazy. Mineral is actually gonna be playing there, Mineral? dude. Yeah, dude. I have no idea. They're like some emo band, dude. It's oh, It's like, wow. yeah, dude. That's dope. Yeah. I love emo music. Yeah. <laughs> Sanity Real Estate, well, although they're not going to be there, mm. but they're like the, god, the gods of the scene, dog. You <laughs> right know what on. I'm saying? Talk to me. <laughs> but yeah, man. So the homie, like, you know, we out here, word is bomb, man. It's a continuation, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Passing the torch, man. We're going to keep it legit for the scene and for the people, man. You know what I mean? And wow. that's, that's what hardcore's always been about. And y'all have some uh, some new music y'all been writing and everything as well? Yeah, yeah. So the first show, we I paid homage, you know what I'm saying, to the homie. We played 1994. Uh, and then, um, yeah, for sure. I like that song a lot. Um, I think it's Which real I think dope. Uh, we're going to actually be playing a little bit later on the show. Yeah, it's a real dope, dope track, man. And um, the stuff we're writing now is just straight up like theological warfare you know what i'm saying and and it's like yeah you already know we're keeping it going yes keep it going um i think mine was a reverse effect when i got into hardcore like i got into hardcore because of my influences so it goes back to the sudden death story like i didn't really listen to hardcore i listened to a lot of texas hardcore it's funny because like everybody has like weird San Antonio stories. Like these guys are playing like Peacock Center. Like from out of the ashes, used to play here. Seven Sin thirteen. Like, yeah, no, no. San Antonio was, yeah, San Antonio was a prime hub for bands that blew up. But it really was at a time. But I still didn't fuck with it then. Like I remember hearing that, and like my thing was like again, it goes back to not being able to play like an instrument. I was more infatuated by like a solid front man. And, like, what did it to me was, I remember you, you're watching, like, TV, you're watching, like, Axl Rose, you're watching, like, uh, oh, Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots. Nah, nah, Stone Temple Pilots will forever be the better band than Nirvana. Yeah. Way better. Like, all around, all around, all around better front man. But, and then you got, like, like Zach De La Rocha, Cedric Blick, Bixlar from fucking At The Drive-In. Like, just that energy. At The Drive-In. Yeah, you, yeah. like, nobody was bringing that energy, but. Like with me, it started with hip hop, like and rap. Like, I remember going and seeing Forty Thieves. I grew up like they were doing that shit, and Chris would take me to Houston because Chris grew up in Houston. So I'm going to like Mary Jane's, and you're seeing fucking people killing each other. Hell yeah, yeah. Like I remember going to Pride Kills, Ten Crowns. Like what? that's what I saw. Ten first. Crowns, right? That's what I saw first. Long time. Like I remember the old bands that I remember that, but I I I was only introduced to it because. Me and Chris listened to a lot of, like, rap and hip-hop. Like, we listened to a lot of, like... I remember I listened to a bunch of nerd rap, like, Anticon, like, Slug, uh, Murs. 
I was a big death Dude, and we met Murs, bro. Big we met Jackson. him. He just and got the out of the only scooper. reason why we met him was because his son's name is Bishop, and I was wearing a Bishop hoodie, bro. He comes yeah. out the Uber, and I tell yeah. this dude, I'm like, dude, is that fucking Murs? And he's like, I think it is, bro. He's all dope hoodie, bro. He's all, that's my son's name. I wish my, my stories were that good. Yeah, I'm not gonna it, was, it was random, bro. It was just like a local show. It just how happened that Murs was playing on the main stage, and like, he just happened to be running late, and he got out of the fucking Uber, like, right in front of us while we were loading. No, nah, so I think my thing was, because Texas was influential. Like, people forget that. Like, Texas had its sound, bro. Like, you listen to, like, the first Houston records. Um, you listen to a lot of, like, early San Antonio hardcore bands. Die like, Young and shit. Yeah, like, you listen to a lot of that shit from Houston. We had our own sound, bro. And um, I grew up on... Really not San Antonio, but I grew up in Houston because of Chris and seeing these, like, yo, like, they're fucking throwing trash cans at each. Like, Houston was a completely different scene. It really is. It's it was a completely there, different fucking scene. So what we were, what I was seeing with, with Pride Kills and all these bands, just, like, you were seeing some guys that weighed, like, 285 pounds were the most flexible fucking dudes, like, handstand walking, killing each other. And then you had JoJo. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just all arm muscle. I love you, Jojo. But, um, you know, it went flexible. But, no, like, I remember going to that, and I'm like, yo, I want to listen to more of this shit. Because I grew up on, like I said, like, I was like, the whole thing with Sudden Death, it's like, you're going to rap over this because you listen to a bunch of shit. No, I was. I was like, I was on this big Jedi Mind, like, when Jedi Mind first came out. Um, I mean, obviously, Mortal Technique, Baby yeah, Grand yeah. Records. But my thing, I was big on atmosphere, like. You know, I was big on Nah, nah, like what God Loves Ugly was what, like 99? Like that shit fucking, that was a great record, bro. Like I still jam the shit out of it. Um, But again, it's all synonymous. That was a crazy battle, dog. We're not talking about battles, bro. We're not talking about battles, bro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying, like, now that you look at it, now that you can step back and it was was all one scene because... Atmosphere, all these guys, they all chill with hardcore people. Vinny Paz and all them, they chill with like Scott Vogel, Terror. And um, it's all one fucking thing. It's the same thing. Independent, raw. You're just playing over a beat. Yeah. You're playing yeah. over a beat. Um, but Texas influenced me for well, sure. Raw, that's the best no, it was raw as shit because that's I remember. That's the best part about hardcore. Yeah, true. It's raw, same, and that's the same how I feel about hip hop. You know, I, it's raw. I like raw hip hop, just like I like raw hardcore. Bro, I like every saying? like I like almost any like if 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 you're like and raw is such a loose term, but we all know what it means. Like if yeah, you're yeah. raw in that genre, like if you're raw in rock, if you're raw in hip hop, rap, if you're the rawest fucking female R and B singer, I'm like I listen R and B too. Mm-hmm. Like dog, like I was a big Dream fan. Like yeah, like yeah, yeah. I was the Dream fan. Like in '09, like that was raw. Like, I will go back down now and say, like, no Dream, no Drake, no... No, it's the truth. It's the truth. Like, people weren't he w- people weren't saying that shit beforehand. No, no, you know you he know just what? He just didn't have the face and he couldn't the, sing. The dream, he couldn't sing. The Dream, like, if you didn't know it, like, he's behind a lot of hits. A lot of hits. Like, bro. even Beyonce's hits. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know this has nothing to do with it, but... No, no, no. Without, without him, there's Ooh. no Weekend, there's no, no there Drake, there's there no Beyonce hits. A lot hits. of people don't know that either. Yeah, dude. yeah. But my thing is, like, I follow every genre, but you give me, like, some raw talent that somebody's just, like, pushing it. He was one of them. Um, those are my influences. Like, like when I listen to, I go back to it, bro. And people yeah. will talk shit, but I listen. I remember listening to Three Dollar Bill, yo, how raw. Like I remember getting that cassette in seventh grade. 
Like, that was raw to me. Like, it was just fucking, like, heavy, fast. Motherfucker going off. Yeah, my, my sister got me that album. What's up? I'll never forget that. I saw them. Yeah, yeah, I saw them. They played a white rabbit. Yeah, he was skating around the white rabbit. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was skating at the white rabbit. Like, I remember that. Like, no, that was you. This is the same way. No, no, no. Like, I remember, like, it It led me to some bad music. It led me to some bad music, but it led me to some good music. Like, everything that they did was raw. And I'm going to tell you right like, like right now, that led me. I remember like it was yesterday, bro. It was it was Madball? Like it led me to Madball. Like right and then Madball opened up everything, dog. Like they're your one hundred and one. They're your hardcore one hundred and one. Like how you want to write a riff, how you want to write a song, the longevity. Um, it's kind of like synonymous. I don't know if you guys watch sports, but like yeah, I love yeah, sports. Yeah, you watch the NFL, right? You watch football. Yeah. Like the most, like running backs, like the running back position. You the time spans about five to eight years, and then they hit that wall. Yeah, that's it. It used that's, to be a lot longer. Than yeah, that, but yeah. Anymore, and they don't but even not, pay them five that years, five years. I'll give it that. Five years. That's why rappers will say that rap and sports are synonymous. I mean, I'll give it this. It's it's five years, and that's how hardcore rap works. Like five years, you'll have a hot band, right? And then right now, it's like it's almost like a revival of metal. Yeah, it really is. Revival of metal. Yeah, but there's those there's that band, there's that rapper, there's that fucking whatever it is in whatever genre survives, and Madball survived all that shit. That's real shit though. That's yeah, yeah. Because it's you not just, trendy. It, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't made from the heart. Yeah, but you have all these bands that survive it because I always say that, and with rap it happened too. Like let's not like all that shit. I remember watching this on Netflix. Like I think what Chingy sold like eight million records yeah, at one point. He sold a lot of records. He sold eight million records at so one those point. Those were the golden eras. Was, though, man. But it was yeah. that whole dance thing. Like it changes, dog. Like it's weird that they almost follow each other's mm-hmm. wave. But as soon as that wave is done, like he was done. Yeah, you know what I mean, that's like, what I'm like, but that's what that's, that's what like. Saying. We have this conversation with imbalance, and I always feel like I'd rather make real music and hope that it lasts than to just be like, oh, this new trend is well, coming out because you have to literally start the trend. Because if you follow the trend, when the trend is over, you're over. Yeah, that's a, that's what that that no, hold, hold on that that's what goes into what I like and what like we're still talking about influences. Come on, bro. <laughs> hold on, he's he's gonna say one thing because I'm soldier boy. Ushered in. Yeah, he 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 started a no, lot, bro. No, he started real a lot. Talk, man. Just chill. Go ahead. No, no, no. I want to listen. I, this is the first to me. Go ahead. We're talking about Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, honestly, bro, ushered in this sort of dance, fashion, like Southern movement. Real funky. <laughs> That like no one, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, we, I hadn't seen that before. No, nah, and then he used the internet to his advantage to the and then fullest. He leveraged that the was the internet. first viral artist ever. It, but it, 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 no, not to me, but at least to record labels. Because he was like honestly, marketing, marketing yeah. is a is a yeah. big thing. He's now. like he's like that, the modern why, age. I think that's why hip hop and rap is so diluted with shit that. Everybody. He's the modern age Mike Jones. You know what I'm saying? Like his advertising was off the chain, bro. But yeah, no, he used it the right way, though. And th- there are people that do. I know. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. Go ahead. You're going. I'm just saying, like, and I, that's what I love about hardcore. 
because it's it's not that. Like it's yeah. not it's not about trying to like be it marketable, is. man. It you is, know what I'm though. saying? It is. I, I I don't think so, and like it, it never will be. I, I think I think it depends on how you approach it. You know, yeah, but saying? times are changing. People, times are changing. I, I feel you though, because that, that's how I make music. Is I I, I want to make music to make music. I got caught up already in trying to make shit that's gonna like be trendy or like catch a trend. Like I'm over all that. It doesn't you matter. Know? Like it's all a uniform. Like it doesn't matter if it's underground or not. But I'm gonna take what I learned from that nah, and use like, it to my next like, advantage. You know. Like you see a punk rock kid, mm-hmm. you know he's into fucking punk rock. It's all uniform, bro. But I think. Like you said, it's all a wave. It's all a wave. True. Hardcore's a wave. Uh, punk's a wave. Hip hop, rap. It's all a wave, man. But I think to me, like if you keep that kind of that raw sound, it's always gonna survive. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like let's all recognize the real. Yeah, yeah. It's not supposed to be marketable. But it is though. Like, it is now. It is now. Look, you look. You're looking at. You're looking at fashionistas and and and. and and rappers, they're yeah, yeah. they're like without. I just got into some shit on Facebook about some uh, some dude in the East Coast. I don't know the whole story too well. And I ain't gonna name no names, but he put up uh, was it Title Fight or he put up one of these bands like Changed My Life. But this motherfucker's chilling with Drake and chilling with like just no. I'm saying like he he maybe saw one show. Yeah, but that's awesome. That's and it. That's all that's, it takes. Not, but that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Life, honestly, it's not a bad thing, but it, it's marketable. Bands. It's marketable. It's not. You, you can market anything. But you can market anything. You, you don't want to market. Uh, yeah. No, but hold on, hold on. No, but this is marketing. <laughs> you don't want to market. I don't think you can market the essence. And let me tell you what I mean about the mm-hmm. essence. That been. Listen, and we're having a discussion. The the essence of street music is based in angst and rebellion. That's the essence. And like, but it was also like, I think captured well in the four elements, right? Of like, hip hop. You know what I mean? And like, I mean, I used to battle rap and stuff, and like, I still, you know got lyrics and whatever but uh the essence is amazing because it like it got into hardcore too and i was like what like you you know when you're young you feel it you're like and i i left it for a while man to be honest with you because i was trying to study other things like classical music and whatever you know what i mean and then gotta always broaden your horizons yeah bro i've been into bach man you know what i mean like the organ pieces like all the fugues are real dope I'm just saying, and so, but, but in, in the, when it comes to the essence, I, I, it, you, that I don't think that could be sold. But that, you're proving my point. If you give me that, you're right. So the essence can't be sold. That's why you have. And it went back. It went back to what I was talking about. Sports. We won't allow it to be sold. No, no. Yeah. We're, we're talking about what, no, no, no. I can't. I can't. No, there will always be a scene. There will there will always be no, a not scene. Not to let it be sold. Like 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 for me. Let me let me let me explain something. Like for me, I remember when I first started going to shows. Like metalheads were in charge, basically. Like that was the shit. So like we struggled to even have hardcore shows because these motherfuckers would come up and try to start shit with That's us. That's the essence. So bro. what did we start doing? We said fuck this. We came together and we started beating the fuck out of all of them. You fuck with one of us, you're gonna get your ass beat. And as wrong as that can be, it was the first time that like I felt like. Hardcore had something that they didn't. You know what I mean? Because there was like, 
I mean, besides the maggots, I don't know if you remember the maggots. Maggots. Besides the maggots, there was really no unity in metal. Everybody was just like elitist assholes, you know what I mean? And like, if you don't push mosh, then you're a pussy. But it's not like that no more. Like, I feel like hardcore has come a long way because now it's like you go to a hardcore show and there's metalheads there and they respect the moshers. It's not like it was before. Like, we would hardcore dance and like right away they would try to fight us. And it was fucking hardcore music. It's hardcore music. What the fuck are you doing here, you know? At least in my mind, it was that way. And was I probably wrong? Yeah, I was probably wrong. But it was just... Hardcore is different from metal music. It is. It is. But you know what? Nowadays, it's it's it's, it's unity, though. It has heart. Yeah, but we're, 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 t- we're talking about two different things here. <laughs> no, no, no joke. No joke. No joke. Yeah, yeah, hard, hardcore metal's not going anywhere. It, it's not. It's it, not. It never, it's one of the most po- two popular. It's not. Movies. It's not. That, that's a completely different thing. The essence will always be there's going to be new bands. There's going to be. But my thing is waves. Like, like, I think I've gotten to the point, and maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe I'm the old fucking guy, but I don't, I don't fuck with waves. Like, I want to hear raw fucking talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. That's essence to me. I don't give a shit if it's like, you fucking gonna sing an R&B song, dog. Like, I want you to fucking sing a fucking R&B song. From you know the heart, saying? basically. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want you to play a fucking, a hardcore song because you, or you wanna play a metal song because your hardcore band has got death metal font. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, hate on nobody, but like, be raw. Like, be whatever it is that you're gonna be. And my influences has always been like, whatever fucking genre you do, be raw like it's yeah. crazy because there's a lot of good bands right now that if they put a hundred in it they could fucking take off and if they stick around because it's a wave right now right now the wave is like so, the shit uh, that wasn't cool is cool right yeah, now yeah 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 the Me- shit that wasn't cool is cool metallic right metallic hardcore is yeah yeah metallic right like now. it wasn't cool to listen to like Norma Jean and fucking right. from Automatic and it's crazy because noise now, core is now coming band, back but now with bands a hardcore sound like that. but you got bands like you know I'm gonna shout them out because I like these bands I, I, I like New Methods Hold on, you got like, uh, you got new methods, and then if Bitterrand played a fucking show right now, they're gonna fucking sell it out. Yeah, definitely. Because sell they're out. they're raw. They will always be your hardcore one hundred and one. Yeah, definitely. One question. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm listening. We're all listening, bro. What what does the word raw mean? You know what I mean? You and, and, and and for me, it's just be you. I think that would be the easiest way to describe it for me is like be you, because the minute that you try to be something that you're not, that's when things just don't go right. Yeah. And, and like like labels like Sumerian, like they ruin bands, bro. Like like they bring them in and they're fucking great when they get brought in. Like they're raw. Like that's their original sound. Sumerian's like you know what singing like a little bitch is in. To me, um, a couple of metalcore breakdowns are in. Uh, you know what you need to act this way. You need to dress this way. You need to be this way. I think once that happens, like you're saying, the essence is gone, bro. Yeah, because it's always gonna be there. Rap's gonna yeah, be there. Yeah, Hip hop's yeah. gonna be there. You're you're talking about it. Yes, the essence of hardcore will always be there. Mm-hmm. Always be there. Well, it's here now. It's always been there, but yeah, I think it's, it's I think I think like... it's been bigger than ever now. Like now you got it, it's yeah. bigger now, than ever now. now. It's now, universal now. Now you got fucking like it, it's mainstream dog. Like you now can see it on honestly, we're, we're a lot of us are dads now, and we've passed it on to our kids. You yeah. know. So I feel I feel like there's a whole new generation coming up hearing that shit, like making it, writing it, creating it next, you know. And they haven't even started yet, but like yeah. that's, you, you know, it's gonna happen. I mean, yeah, but I'm I'm just talking about in the sense of like they're gonna elevate that shit. My too. thing is always keep it simple. Like, what band could you name, or what rapper could you name, what hip hop 
what fucking rock band if they played right now they would sell the fucking place out to me that's wrong yeah. Like, 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 right name a fucking rapper right now, came dead or alive. If fucking Big E played a fucking show right now, it'd be sold out because he's fucking wrong. If it was his goddamn uh, hologram, it would that's sell what I'm saying, out, bro. I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, to me, that's raw. Like, it, it survives any fucking, and maybe I was, I didn't go into it, but it, it's synonymous with fucking sports because it's waves, bro. You don't remember a fucking running back that survived five years. Not Name me another fucking running back besides Barry Sanders. You can't. Emmett Smith, maybe a handful of them. I was about to say Emmett Smith. Fred Gore. That's what I'm saying. But you can't. But you can't. But you can't name me a handful. Like I ask you, name me yeah, ten yeah, running yeah, backs yeah. that lasted more than ten years. And lasted more than fucking ten you years. You have like Ladainian Tomlinson. Yeah, yeah. But their style was. But were they that good at the end? No, they weren't that good. But they were. But their style was timeless. Yeah, there was. When they Some, were there, when they first played, they were timeless. How they played, um, how they did. Who was the Broncos running back? Uh, Terrell Davis. Am I wrong? Damn. Can son. that not be synonymous? Terrell Davis is raw. But you're talking about you take them right now and you put them on a fucking team. Could they ball? Hell yeah, Fuck they could yeah, ball. Regardless. That's what I'm saying. That's regardless. how I always relate it because I'm a big Jerry sports Royce. fan. I'm a big. I'm a big. And he could. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. 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 You put Marshawn Lynch back in the 50s and the 40s, he's running over all yeah, these boys everybody. all day. But I'm saying, like, to me, raw talent is you put them wherever the fuck you want to drop them in, they're still going to be popular. Yeah. Bitter End. Like, Bitter End's that band. Bitter End's that band. Um, I think Power Trip's going to be that band. Yeah, they, they Power Trip's going to be that band. They're going to be that band where you drop them in, like, you could close your fucking eyes and drop them in in 2001. They're going to be fucking good. That's dope as fuck. You we got to get them on the show. Yeah. Good luck with that, man. Let me, let me talk to Ryan. Well, yo, uh, real quick, let's talk about some of your music. We're going to be playing it here in a second. We'll go two tracks back to back. Yeah, so uh, tell us about, uh, first we're going to be playing Dying Breed, and then we're going to be playing The Cause. Um, so tell us tell us about Dying Breed. Um, it was actually, uh, they sent me the songs because I recorded with Patrick, and uh, Patrick plays guitar in uh, Shadow Doubt. Mm-hmm. Fucking band I love. I Hard wish they played too, more. man. Yeah, Hard Side. Like, those two bands need to play more. Um, Eli's fucking drumming. It's besides the point. Like, oh, another raw talent. Yeah, those two. But Yo, um, I remember uh, when Patrick used to play in a band called Travolta. We don't talk about that, bro. <laughs> no, nah, dude, I love that band. Honestly, you don't say I, that. I, I, honestly, I would love to get a hold of those recordings. We don't talk about Travolta. But, um, he might be watching. Right sorry, now, go, go ahead and tell us more about that song. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Dying Breed was. Uh, I think it was a big influential that I was trying to take my writing a little bit more serious with sudden death. We were supposed to be coming back and doing something big. And and when did y'all when did y'all record this? This was just like a year ago. A year ago. Okay. This was supposed to be our revival thing. We had a uh, Dave David Whip from Dave Came Burning and shit. Oh, the OG. Yeah. Dave Came Burning. Yeah, Dave Came Burning. Um, but Dying Breed, both of them I actually wrote in like an hour bro so what i did is uh you know that bridge over there when you go into like a uh, magistrate on Guadalupe? yeah 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 that's yeah, a big yeah. west side There's that's where i grew up battery on. right there on picnic yeah i know you're talking picnic. about yeah. i got out of class and shit and uh <laughs> no hell no like that's where i grew up bro i grew up on the in the alazanas um wow yeah section eight and shit like dog like um i parked right there mind you i locked my shit up bro because people were fucking driving up and walking up like yeah i know my hood and shit i was like take your radio at that time like look at this motherfucker like writing shit i'm gonna take his pad you know what i'm saying like yeah they'll probably steal that shit too come on bro that that's that's too fancy for me that's level two west side we'll talk about that in a little bit there's there's levels to it yeah this is level this is level 1.0 bro west side the bridge is yeah, this is the bridge, bro. Like, yeah, like, like. No, so I parked right there, and um, 
I just uh, I wrote Dying Breed because it was like uh, it was more like a like a homage to like the people that made it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like to me, making what I'm making right now, I'm not rich as shit, but I shouldn't even be making this much. Like what I have with my family, like my my parents still to this day never owned a car in their life. Uh, disability checks, they probably make like twenty four, twenty five a year, bro. Right on. Yeah, didn't get past like sixth, seventh grade. To me, a dying breed is like getting out the hood and like even if you make forty, fifty, bro, you're rich to me. Yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to be in jail. You're supposed to be fucking manipulating the system. Yeah. Like, like. I mean, I got fucking family that does it too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I respect that. You got to do what you got to do to survive. But dying breed was that to me, like dog, like, like 40, 50 right now ain't shit in our economy. But if you, if you're doing all right, like you're making, you're making your money, you've been at a job and you're taking care of your wife, your family, your kids. Like that's that little bit, bro. Like people try to compete with people outside of the lane. But to me, like if I made 30,000, I'm fucking making four or five times what my parents ever made in their lives. So right talk about any motherfucker that made it out and just got a full fucking time job and taking care of the family was simplistic, bro. Because it, it's unheard of, bro. It really is. It really it's is. unheard of, bro. Like, and people don't realize that, I don't think. I don't want to I, I can't even, into that. But. I can't even trace the line back because people always ask, like, dog, like, it's so fucking crazy, the stories that I have. Like, I, I, I work at USAA now, bro. Like, white fucking corporate Forbes 100. Like, these motherfuckers love my stories, bro. Like, it's almost like a movie to them. Yeah, like I, I parents, get what you're like saying. Like, your parents yeah, never know, owned a fucking what car. Mean, what? They never fucking made it out the night. Like, dog, like, my parents don't make shit. Like, they pay, like... I mean, I'm not knocking my parents. I love my parents to death, but they grew up on Section 8, bro. Like, you know what I mean? They they pay their little $20 rent and shit, and, and that that might have been me. Like, I don't know what the fuck it is, and, and, and you shit, it may sound corny, but it may have been the shows, dog, like... Like competing with motherfuckers to be like the best at an, in a band, to be the best in whatever the fuck you wanted to be. But yeah. I grew up around motherfuckers and maybe Houston, because Houston cats be over here oil drilling and making some money and shit. Yeah, but, they really uh, do. But you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, besides the point, like Dying Breed to me was like, like that small, like that step, bro. You're not gonna be that way. You're not gonna like dog to me right now. It's 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 beyond what I've done in my last ten years. Like I'm doing really fucking good, but. Looking back, like I ain't fucking rich, rich, but yeah, like, but but that, I mean, yeah, like just because you're not rich, rich doesn't mean that you're not rich at heart. But you know what I'm saying? But like, that's how the world works, though. Yeah, we we, we live in how much? How much do you make, bro? Like yeah. in my work, that's all what they say. Well, how much yeah, you make? How much you make? How much you make? Mm-hmm. But right now, to me, dying breed was like just that little bit, bro. Word that, up. Yeah. Well, so, well, yo, let, let's go ahead and get into dying breed, and then uh, we're also gonna play the cause by sudden death. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk about uh, the writing process for the cause. (laughs) 